Hello, you're listening to Achieve Beyond with Melanie Hall podcast. The name of this podcast is called Achieve Beyond. And I wanted to talk about some things that will help identify what that means. In essence, achieving beyond is going past what is normally expected, going past what mediocrity is. It's a good thing because it not only can enhance our own lives, but it also enhances the lives of others around us and even beyond the lives around us, geographically, generationally, and I would say in all other aspects, like musically, mathematically, scientifically, engineeringly. I could say so many other words that have the word li after them as adverbs, but achieving beyond only happens when it is encouraged. This has to start from when you're a child. This has to come from something that you have within you as a trait. This is what I believe. I believe that all of us have that sense of drive within us that is invigorated or ignited when we are a young person, a child, a young adult. And these are manifested through opportunities that come our way where we can maybe think outside the box, create something in a new way to think it differently and make it differently. Not all children or adults for that matter have the propensity to want to achieve beyond. Whether or not that's scientifically proven, medically proven, I don't know. But I believe based on the environment that promotes creativity and a mindset for engineering something to work better, I think that these are the building blocks or the foundation of achieving beyond. In order to have a mindset of achieving beyond, the environment has to be open to that. If a person is in the environment where they're told to stay with the status quo, don't go beyond the rules or the regulations, what has already been established because it's already there, then it's hard to achieve beyond in that sense because you are limited to what further advancements you can contribute to that entity. I can relate that to the military. Now I haven't served in the military, but I was a contractor for the military where my job at that time was to edit the flight manuals for the C-141. All the directives came from the Air Force and each manual, let's say they ranged from 300 typed pages to 500 pages and of course we did this through um, Word, Word documentation and we, ha we did this digitally and then the manuals were printed up into these huge flight manuals that gave instructions about how to fly the plane. Now in that environment, 
I definitely was not encouraged to achieve beyond in the sense that I could not tell the Air Force how to better fly the plane. Why? Because first, that's not my expertise. And second, there are already regulations set in place that you must follow so you can safely take the plane up into the air and land the plane. The C-141 is a cargo plane. That is the plane that transports the equipment for our troops anywhere they are in the world. So some of the cargo they carry are the tanks, the food supply, the weaponry, the ammunition, the Humvees, the technology, everything, just absolutely everything. Everything they need out in the field or at, in our foreign bases, these C-141 cargo planes carry them. And there's a specific job that is mathematically based, and his title is the load master. Now the load master has to carefully calculate how to put in all of that cargo into the plane and load it in a way so that the plane doesn't tip to the left, tip forward, tip to the back. The plane has to fly at a level pace, so you just can't load the plane any way you want. It has to be loaded specifically for distributing the weight evenly in the belly of that huge cargo plane. Now in all of those aspects, no one can achieve beyond following those regulations because they have to be followed exactly right. And that's so the plane doesn't crash and lives are not lost. So in short, if you were to be happy in that kind of field, you would have to fully accept that when they tell you to paint red roses, you cannot suggest to them, can I paint some roses fuchsia or blue? Or do they have to be roses? Can they be yellow daisies? How about some lavender tulips? No, that is not the environment for the military, something very, very precise. The same implies for certain parts of the medical field where you can't achieve beyond certain standards that will risk the life of anyone under medical treatment. The same is with engineering. Things are built precisely. We are happy that things are built precisely, like our bridges, our buildings, our roads. And we don't expect our infrastructure to achieve beyond because we know the standards are just right. And when something is just right, like the mixture of concrete, we know that that concrete will be sustainable under the pressures of traffic or the pressures of train transport or the pressures of a heavy cargo plane landing on the airfield of a military base. Or even when we fly for personal reasons and we know that the road will not break below us as that heavy plane lands at the airport. So you see, there are, there are specific places where 
Things are already achieved. We don't need to achieve beyond. But now, let's talk about instances when we want things or circumstances to be achieved beyond the standard. These things usually go for individuals. And achieving beyond always begins with the onset that something can be better or someone can be better. And it all is about, again, like I said previously, the encouragement of the environment to be able to manage that. So unlike the areas where you must paint the rose red and no other color, no other flower, those are your orders, that's what you do, when you are not in that environment and you're encouraged to decide what color to paint the flower, what kind of flower will it be, what size is the flower going to be, things like that. That is open for your mind and your abilities to create, to innovate. And that is the area where we achieve beyond. We can achieve beyond our school academics. We can achieve beyond our job functions. And we can achieve beyond in our personal growth. To illustrate how these things even begin, let's look at how a newborn child constantly has the drive to achieve beyond. The majority, the vast majority of all the little babies born in this world come in the same way. They come in as very, very dependent individuals who are very limited in what they can do. They cannot clearly and accurately express themselves in a way where we understand their communication. All they do is cry, or maybe they gurgle, or they burp. And we can interpret those things to mean different things. Maybe a smile, as they say, might be passing gas. Not that the baby's really smiling. But you get the general sense. The baby cannot communicate. The infant cannot hold things in its little hands. Its trunk and torso is such a major part of its body. The body of a newborn is so... Uh, mm, some people could say frog-like, <laughs> you know, and uh, the head is so big and then, but the, but the baby wants to achieve beyond. So consciously and unconsciously, all infants work on learning about their bodies and discovering their fingers and how their fingers can grasp and how they can balance and sit up and look around. And as the infant grows into a toddler, we see that the traits of the toddler's ability to have that achieve beyond mentality, it's amazing because we see the toddler learning to understand the concepts of words on a page, that they are magically turned into the spoken words when, when mom or dad look at that, look at that page with that funny hieroglyphics on it, and it makes sense when they're reading from that book. 
And in the book, there are pages that have beautiful images that happen to magically coincide with the verbiage that mom and dad is speaking as they're reading to the child. This invigorates the child's mind, and then the child sometimes wants to ad lib the story. That's a little bit achieving beyond. They are already showing the signs that they can enhance the story, they can make it better, they can achieve beyond the plot of that little story better than the original author may have done. That's where they learn their storytelling skills. Now, if the child is encouraged to continue achieving beyond the regular story they know, then that's when even more magic happens and more personal growth happens and more talent is gained. The child may take on reading very well, maybe art and drawing very well. They think outside the box a little bit. That reminds me of my childhood friend. Her name was Linda, and she lived across the street, and she was one year younger than me. And whenever we colored in our coloring books, I stay within the lines of the image within those coloring books. And I also stayed true to what the color of the thing should be. So if I were coloring in a tree, I would make the leaves green, I would make the tree trunk brown, I would make the water blue, I would make the sky blue, I would make the sun a white or yellow, and etc, etc. I wanted it to look as real as possible. Now Linda, she achieved beyond, and how she did this was she would trace outside the lines you know, like all the lines of the image had a ripple effect to it. Let's say her coloring book page was that of a dog running. Well, she didn't do anything inside the capsulized image, like where you normally would color in the dog. She would trace just, you know, maybe an eighth of an inch alongside the whole outline of that dog and then do it again and again and again so that the dog, the image now looked like a ripple effect. And she did each outside tracing in a different color, but she never colored within the lines, never. <laughs> and I told Linda that she didn't do it right. Now remember, I'm a, I'm a young child with her, just one year older, and being one year older, I thought I had authority and I was training her <laughs> for some reason. And I told her, Linda, you're doing it wrong. You have to color within the lines. And she said, I'd like to draw my own lines. And I suggested to her, well, color inside those lines so it will be striped. And she said, I don't want to color inside the lines. I just like to draw lines. Her achieving beyond was amazing because it took her a very, very long time to do this, where compared to me, when I would just, you know, quickly color in the spaces solidly with a crayon, I didn't do any shading. I 
you know, I used one color green for the leaves, I used one color brown for the tree trunk, one color blue for the sky, where I could have, if I were, were achieving beyond, I could have mixed colors, put textures on it, you know, like maybe uh, very advanced artists do. But that's not what I did. I didn't want to achieve beyond, but Linda did. Linda saw artwork differently, even at her young age. And she didn't like colored in spaces. She liked different colored lines. And her finished page of her coloring, or shall I say, lack of coloring project, there would be crisscrossing ripple lines. The image of the dog was running through the trees and passing a duck. She would outline everything on that page. So eventually, her finished project, which took a long time, had crisscrossing overlapping lines of the duck ripples going over the dog ripples, going over the tree ripples, going over the cloud ripples. It was one <laughs> ripply creation. Did Linda ever learn to color within the lines? I don't know. <laughs> We were not the same age, and um, we were never in the same grade, and I didn't color with her much because she was different. <laughs> but Linda, at an early age, showed a sign of achieving beyond. She wanted to do things differently. She wanted to do it unconventionally, and she wanted to improve upon the standard. She wanted to go beyond the mediocre way that everyone else gets trapped in. Another good example of those who achieve beyond are those with physical or mental disabilities. At first, you may not think so because they do not achieve the same standard as we might expect them. But when they can achieve beyond their normal capacity or capability, then that is their way of achieving beyond. And they work very, very hard at it. I know, I used to have disabled, well, no, you know, you're not supposed to say I'm a disabled friend. You're not supposed to use the word disabled as a verb. You're supposed to put, you're supposed to have the person and use the phrase with disabilities. You're not supposed to say the disabled man or the disabled child, you're supposed to say First, the child with disabilities, or the man who had disabilities, or the woman who has a disability, because the focus should not be on the disability. It should be on the person who has this. So that's just a, a tip I'm throwing out for people to remember. So I used to have friends who had disabilities, and I actually years ago had a company that worked specifically for the hearing impaired at colleges and universities. And then all of us have our own limitations, so all of us have some degree of a disability. Maybe we can't quickly tie our shoes. Why is that? Well, maybe our dexterity varies from somebody else who can tie their shoes so quickly. So if we were to look at disabilities that way, if we cannot do something as quickly and efficiently and as, as effectively as the norm, 
then by definition that could be a disability. I suggest that everyone recognize that disabilities come in various levels. Some are minor and not noticeable and some are major that do impact the quality of our life. So those with disabilities achieve beyond every day. Even if it's a minute improvement upon what they can do, that's achieving beyond. And I think that's fabulous about humankind. I think it's part of the animal world too. We know that dogs are very teachable and trainable. They go beyond what nature tells them that they should naturally do. And that's because they're trained. And that's because they have that drive to achieve beyond. But not all dog breeds do this. I have observed in dog agility competitions that not all breeds perform the same. Some dogs want to perform and they love the agility course and understand that they want to go through the agility course as quickly and efficiently and effectively and accurately as possible. And then you have other breeds who doop 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 just walk around, look at their surroundings, sniff everything they come across, which is quite comical for the audience to watch. It's just that breed, they don't have that achieved beyond in them. They, they just want to enhance upon their curiosity. But it's still fun to watch. Our inventors and our engineers of the world, they are the ones, in my view, who achieve beyond in big ways that impact mankind for generations. Whose idea was it to go to the moon? Whose? I am sure at the dawn of time, when man first observed the world and looked upward, he saw what looked like dots in the sky and wondered what they were. And as we advanced, they wanted to achieve beyond regular sight to see past what the naked eye could see. Then they discovered these were planets. And someone said, hey, why don't we try to go to those places? So people started to consider it. So their mindset got into, let's achieve beyond this gravity. Let's achieve beyond going and exploring this planet that we live on. And engineers had to achieve beyond finding the appropriate materials in order to do that. So now I hope your mind, as you're thinking of all these things from the small infant, newborn infant, to the engineers who design rockets and the formula for rocket fuel, everything that goes inside an astronaut suit to keep them safe, to keep them breathing. And now when they're up in space, they don't even have to wear their spacesuits. The technology is so advanced, they can go without wearing the spacesuit that they have to wear on the outside of the spaceship because everything is contained within the spaceship and they float around and all oh, those videos are really fun to watch. So now that we have some ideas of what achieving beyond means, I want to ask you, what kind of things do you achieve beyond? If you've liked what I've said today, please share this podcast. Thank you so much for listening today. Again, I'm Melanie Hall with Big Uptick Social Marketing, LLC. 
That's M-E-L-O-N-E-Y Hall. Spell it that way and you'll find me on Google. Until the next time, Achieve Beyond.